Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unsure in Our 20s. I'm Emerson. And I'm Caroline. And happy Tuesday, everyone. This week, we're going to be diving into all things first day of work, which is really exciting because we know a lot of people are starting their jobs now and transitioning from graduating college and yeah, getting into that working routine. And even if you've already started your job, this still this episode could still um, be really useful for you just like in the future if you ever start a new job or just, I don't know, it's kind of fun to talk about this. So I know I love it. We're going to touch on all different types of things, such as like what to bring for lunch, what to wear, like how to talk to people, kind of what to expect. And yeah, I mean, obviously this is kind of more so going towards the people going into the office. Um, I think some things, you know, you can take and apply to a remote job, but we really are going to be focusing mainly on um, people that are returned to office. So yeah, super excited to get into it. Yeah, me too. And just a little since I know I've said multiple times that I work fully remotely and I do, but I have had like some internship experience where I was going um, in person to the office. And like, I did have a first day that was in the office. So I can touch on that experience. And I had my first day of work, like in the office when I went for a work trip, um, which isn't the exact same thing, but I have had like some in-person experiences. So just a little disclaimer, no one come for me. <laughs> she has been in an office before <laughs> believe it or not <laughs> I know I love that we're doing it around this time too because like we said like a lot of people I think this is I'm almost coming up on my one year work anniversary mm-hmm. so it's yeah. just so it's so great and so exciting so yay yeah we can start off with what we're doing for our career this week Emerson you can go first so uh, I'm not talking my corporate career in this episode, I'm going to talk about something that we're actually doing for the podcast. So we made a podcast Instagram. Yay. It's at totally unsure pod. Definitely go give us a follow. We're going to be posting just like snippets of the episodes any announcements. We want to get the community super involved over there. So hearing like what you guys want to hear from us or just like doing some polls about what you want. So definitely give us a follow. We're super excited to just get creative over there and have fun with it. I think, you know, numbers are never the goal, but more so we just want to build a community of like-minded girls. And I think Instagram and like DMs is a great way to do that beyond just the podcast. So I kind of was working on that this week, made some reels, had a lot of fun with it. And yeah, I also posted in like a big Boston Facebook group that has like 40,000 girls. So that was a little bit out of my comfort zone, but it's so cute. People are like commenting and tagging their friends and it got so much traction and we're just super excited for the growth of growth of this podcast and to build it out as much as we possibly can to help as many girls as possible. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing all of that because I think Instagram is a really great place for us to start building that community and starting like a greater conversation. I know our first um, kind of bunch of episodes have been pretty focused around corporate, but we definitely do want to get more into like the social side and friendships and just like a lot more about us. And so we think that having this Instagram will be a really good place to kind of just explore that a little bit more and like step out our comfort zones a little bit. So yeah, that was really exciting. And we're looking forward to posting a lot more on that. 
something I did for my career this week was that I created a shared document with my manager documenting what my goals were and then like action items that I was taking each week um, to move towards those goals. This is kind of inspired by our one-year post-grad episode. I talked about how I was really surprised that managers in general don't really track your progress and it's more so expected that the employee does that. And I felt like I was doing a decent job with that, but it wasn't really shared with my manager in like a super clear way. And so this is just a really great resource for her to know what I'm working on each week. And then also I have like an ongoing list of like my extra side projects that I'm doing outside of just like my day-to-day tasks for the campaigns that I'm working on. So we use OneNote at my company, which I'm kind of unfamiliar with, honestly, but I'm forcing myself to use it because it's like a big shared notes website kind of thing where you can do different folders. So I'm trying to put like all my to-do lists and like everything on there just so it's easier and everything's in one place. And like that way, if I lose a notebook or something, I still have everything I need. So kind of random, but that's what I did this week. That's so good that you got ahead of that. And I also think too, like just with remote work, I mean, I guess you're my manager. We've talked about this. She's like, I don't really know what you're doing in the office either opposed to like being home. But I think too, it just helps give more visibility into what you're actually doing. Because like I said, like remote is so remote. It's not like you're asking like live questions really in the office and they just can't see as much of what you're doing. Also, I'm so happy you brought this up because this is great when it comes um, when it comes around to review cycles to have something where literally you're just essentially putting your work into like KPIs and what you've done and the return you've brought to the company. It's so easy to just have this already all laid out and you're just already three steps ahead by having that. Um, and I think too, just in this, like I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent, but I, I feel passionate about this. And I was just talking to my manager about it is always like in these types of things, talk about how you're saving the company money or like, like the actual return that you're bringing to this company um, with like numbers and stuff like that is super important. I feel like I didn't just get that out. Right. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's important to have the numbers to back what you're saying. And I think there's certain goals that you can have that are more like qualitative and you can describe more so what you're doing without the numbers behind it. But um, for example, if you're like trying to use diverse vendors for something and like you get like 10% of your vendors that you're working with are diverse, like that's a good like numeric goal to work towards. So I definitely have a mix of both, but anytime you can get like the quantified um, kind of number of whatever you're doing, I think is a lot better because I mean, you can't really argue with the number as much as you can with like just describing what you're doing. So that's a great tip. Yeah. Cool. So now, <laughs> now we're going to go into the win of the week. Um, I'll start. So guys, this is so exciting. I finally got a solo Instagram picture. I know this sounds like even saying it, I'm like, ew, it's disgusting. If that's my win of the week. But I think like, it's, it's so funny because we were going to post in this Facebook chat about the podcast. And I was like, oh my God, I literally got a picture from, I think, junior year of college. And I was like, that's the one I'm going to use. I'm like, this isn't even me anymore. Like I'm a totally new person now. And I'm, I actually don't have a photo that I love other than like graduation photos recently of a, just a solo picture of me. So actually this past or this weekend, I, we had like a huge girls night and 
we went out to the club and I'm currently recovering from it, but it was so much fun. I got this outfit. I had fully bought an outfit before, so I wouldn't be stressing about it the day of because I think Caroline and I both know that it's actually the worst feeling when you have your makeup and your hair done and then you're spending hours trying on outfits and you hate everything and it just puts you in a bad mood. So I had a full on outfit. We went to the rooftop. We took some pics and I finally got a picture that I was like, oh, I love this. Now I have like a solo photo that I can use for little things such as like the podcast Instagram. So that's my win of the week. The photo came out so cute. I loved the Boston background in the back. Like that was such a good photo and the lighting was amazing. I like do not have any updated solo photos either. When I was in college, I would definitely do a lot of photo shoots with my friends and I do not do that anymore. So that's amazing. And your weekend looked so fun from everything I saw on Instagram about it. So good for you. Um, My win of the week was that last weekend I was able to spend a lot of quality time with my boyfriend and a lot of the activities that we did were just very chill and like didn't involve going out or like being on our phones for example like we played a lot of pickleball we went for a run together um on Sunday morning which was so fun my boyfriend's not a runner at all so it was so nice of him to go with me uh we watched like a lot of movies I watched some of his movies that were like from his childhood that he loved like dodgeball which is like definitely a movie that's like very like guy humor heavy. Um, but then I made him watch high school musical too, which was so fun. Um, I sang every single word. Oh my God. So- <laughs> Wait, I was driving with Georgie the other week to the shore, Jersey shore. And I put on high school musical and I was like belting. And I think he actually wants so to break good. up with me in the moment, but yeah, it's so good. So it was just really nice to spend some time together and like do activities kind of outside the norm and just have like a really relaxing weekend together, especially because we are going to be long distance in about a month or so. So just really trying to enjoy the time that we have together. And yeah, like I said, just do fun activities that don't involve like going out to dinner and like getting drinks. Cause I feel like that's kind of like the go-to stuff normally. So I was just listening to a Gretchen Garrity podcast and she was talking about how to keep the spark and a lot alive in a long-term relationship. And I know you and your boyfriend have been together for quite some years now. And I think like you mentioning just doing fun little activities and continuing to date, like that's so important. So I'm really happy that you guys got that time together and get to soak it all up before you're this long distance. I know. I know. It was so fun. Wait, also, you mentioned that you guys went running. Did you do your, I know that you were doing your 11 miles training for your long or yeah. half marathon. <laughs> Can I get an update? We haven't. Yeah. Yet, so. so that was when he ran with me. I think we ran like three and a half miles. That was kind of just like a chill run. But yeah, I did my last long run for my half marathon training. Um, 11 miles. It honestly went really well. I feel like I'm in honestly really good running shape. I don't want to jinx myself at all, but when we're recording this, my half marathon's a week from today. So it's kind of nice because this week is like very chill with my workouts because I'm tapering down. So it's nice to have like a lot of short runs this week. Um, but I'm so excited. And yeah, I'm also very excited for it to be over so I can kind of just take a little break and like reset. But yeah, I'm so excited. I survived the 11 mile run. So I think I can do 13.1. No. Yeah. And if you said that it was pretty seamless, I'm not worried. I'm so excited for you. Hopefully that's the next one of the week. Yeah. Let's hope so. Let's, let's really keep our fingers crossed. (laughs) Well, what was your um, flop of the week? Oh, my flop. This was 
kind of a stupid flop, but I've been making these delicious Greek salads for lunch because I love Greek salads. Same. And I don't really love putting like chicken or any sort of meat in my salad. Um, I don't know why it just gross, grosses me out. But so I've been trying to do chickpeas and I bought these chickpeas from the store that were like roasted chickpeas that were really crunchy. I don't know if anyone's ever had these, uh, but they're really good. So I was like, oh, I can like easily make these from home. So like, I bought chickpeas. I bought all the seasonings. Like I followed a recipe from TikTok, but I didn't get all the water out of the chickpeas. So they didn't like crisp up enough. So they're really gross. And like, I literally just had to throw them all out because they just were not good. And yeah, so that was my fail because I thought I was like being this healthy, like DIY, make it yourself. But I don't think I patted them dry for long enough. So they were not good at all. Yeah, you really have to rinse them because there's not that goop. You really have to like what I've learned and what's worked well with when I do it. Also, like in the air fryer just works so much better, I think. But you really have to like rinse all the goop off and then dry them a crap ton and then do like olive oil, all the seasoning. But I've had it before where I've not done that, not done that well. Yeah, Um, I don't know if I'll be making them again. (laughs) I'll post an everyday with M real on how to make roast cookies. Yeah. And then you can do it. Yeah, I will. I need like all the help I can get. My weekly flop is more floppy than Caroline's weekly flop. I had a really tough week at work. And I think it started with, I like took the train at 6am back from New Jersey so I could be in the office on Monday. And that just like, kind of just put me in a bad mood all day. I was exhausted at work. And then from there, I felt like the week just felt like the longest week. And all my coworkers, everyone I talked to agreed that they just felt like this week dragged on and it was just tough it was like really hard to get through I feel like my motivation at work was kind of lacking and I talked to my manager about it I had a super honest conversation with her which is always great because then they can support you when you feel like that um so yeah it was just a long week but hoping that this coming week goes by a little bit quicker and it's a little bit more productive for me but it's never a good feeling yeah I feel like how your Monday goes like really sets the tone for the whole week and I don't know it's hard when you start out the week like super tired so hopefully you can get a lot of rest today and then start off the week on a good note yeah so now we're gonna get into the topic of today's podcast which is everything first day of work um Caroline do you want to we're gonna talk about first kind of like how to prep and then what the day's gonna actually look like But we want to talk about what to wear. And since Caroline's the fashionista of both of us, I'd be like, uh, wear like a dress. Caroline's going to give you just some insights on like what to wear for your first day. Yeah. So I'm going to preface this with you always want to be the one who's overdressed rather than underdressed. And you also want to be dressed more conservatively um, rather than on the other side of that spectrum. So I do want to preface this also by saying a lot of offices have very different dress codes. Um, I work in marketing and Emerson works in merchandising and both of our offices are pretty business casual, I would say. And like, I don't, I'm not, I would not be expected to wear like heels into my office at all. Like it's completely acceptable to wear like nicer sneakers and stuff like that. Obviously, if you're like a lawyer or you work in consulting or like you have a different type of job, um, you definitely need to look into your own dress code. So kind of take this with a grain of salt. But what I would recommend wearing on your first day of work is, first of all, something you're comfortable in. Um, If you're not comfortable, you're not going to be able to be confident and confidence is super important. So an outfit that would make me feel really confident on my first day of work is wearing trousers, which are like 
high-waisted um looser pants like kind of dress pants I know Aritzia effortless pants are like by far my favorite they are so flattering and they're very dressy I have the white ones and they just I think they look very chic um they're definitely more pricey though so Princess Polly also has a version of them it's kind of like a dupe and they're like I think they're $60 I have those as well um so definitely like a pair of work pants, whether that's like more fitted or like the trouser look, whatever would make you feel more confident. And then I love a bodysuit. Again, you want to make sure that it's nothing low cut. I personally would not have my shoulders showing at all on the first day. So like me short sleeve bodysuit of some sort and then like a blazer, um, a blazer again, like dresses it up a lot more and you can always take it off, but it's great to have that option. And then I would recommend wearing loafers or like nicer sneakers by nicer sneakers, I just mean sneakers that like aren't wrecked from like going out to the bar, or, like walking around the city too much. Um, I'd recommend like Veja sneakers. Um, I have Golden Gooses that I really like, but obviously like that's a lot more of a splurge. Um, really any kind of nicer looking white sneaker, I think, is a great way to start. Um, and then if that's kind of outside of your style or like not something you'd feel confident in, I think a dress with a sweater would also be a great option. Yeah, something I also like to do, and maybe you can bring this on your first day, is bring like a sweater or something that you can always throw over you with any outfit to your office because it gets cold in my office and we're always like freezing. People literally have blankets. So bringing like having just a very versatile sweater or like cardigan that you can always just throw on if you get cold, that'll go with any outfit. Um, I think too, I do want to touch on this. We don't have it in like our outline, but makeup. Um, I think it's important to like talk about that. Obviously, don't feel like you need to wear makeup ever. It's like what's in your comfort zone. But I definitely wouldn't do like too, too much. Like you don't need to be doing smoky eyes. You don't need to be looking like you're going to work the MAC counter. Just having like neutral makeup, maybe a little bit of like concealer, blush, just to make yourself like look awake, um, I think really helps you like look put together and stuff. And Speaking from experience, I wore makeup the first week of work and I don't really wear it anymore. So um, definitely like go along with better to come over prepared in case like you look around and you notice everyone's wearing makeup than like, you know, kind of looking tired and whatever in the office. Yeah, that's a really great tip. I think something I wanted to touch on as well is like certain places to buy work clothes from. So if you're working in the office, like five days a week or something like you're obviously going to need a lot of work clothes and so I'm definitely someone who tends to invest in fewer nice pieces rather than buying like a lot of cheaper pieces just because I know that the cheaper pieces will fall apart like they won't be as flattering etc so I would personally recommend like I said getting like one to three nice pairs of work pants from like Aritzia or something um I know H&M also has great work clothes um like I said Princess Polly has options yeah. And um, Abercrombie has great work clothes and like great dresses and stuff too. Yeah. So I would say kind of do a mix, but I would definitely try to like, again, create that work capsule wardrobe where you do have like maybe a black pair of pants, a white pair of pants and like a gray pair of pants or something so that you can just have like a bunch of different tops you can mix and match with. But really whatever is in your budget, I would recommend um, doing. And I think, yeah, like all the places we just listed kind of are at a variety of price points. And also TJ Maxx, if you're into the dresses, I don't know if this would be like the move on the first day necessarily, but now I only wear dresses to work. They're so comfortable in the office. You feel 
you don't feel like gross after lunch when you're like sitting down in a dress, like in jeans that might be uncomfortable, but TJ Maxx has great dresses as well. Um, but I think we could honestly, I feel like we both have so much to say on this. We could do a whole episode on like your work capsule or mm-hmm. your work outfit capsule thing. Wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like bringing in um, a big bag of some sort, whether that's like a tote bag. I know for my work bag, I have like the Madewell transport tote, which is like a big leather bag. Um, Again, I wasn't walking far when I was going in person at all. So if you are walking like far to the office, like I know Emerson, I think you use a backpack, which might be a little bit more practical. Yeah, definitely a backpack. On the first day, I actually brought my Louis Vuitton Neverfull, which... I kind of regret now, even just for the sense of, I don't think you need to be bringing in really like designer stuff to the office. I, I don't know why I did that, <laughs> but also it was the most uncomfortable thing carrying it 25 minutes on my walk. And I was like sweating. So, I mean, a backpack's not as cute, but I have like a really nice one from, I think it's Athleta or Lulu and it's just black and it's like the easiest thing and can hold so much more. So I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I want to go back to to what you said about like the designer stuff. I definitely would not say that like going to work is the place to wear your most like design showy designer clothing stuff that you have. Um, just because I think it can come off like a little insensitive. But um, yeah, I mean, whatever you're comfortable with, I would just say for the first day, I would definitely veer away from that. Next, we're going to talk about packing lunches. Emerson, you can start us off on this because you're the cooking. Okay, so... Definitely on the first day, like pack your own lunch. I think you're never really going to know what the vibe is. Like I know on my first day, it was like orientation stuff. So we all went to one of the um, big kitchens together and ate. So it would have been weird if I was like, oh, I have to go get lunch. But I know now like working, a lot of people go and buy lunch out, but definitely have something prepped. Um, My recommendation is just like maybe a good salad or like pasta And then a bunch of snacks like apples, carrots, hummus, nuts, protein bars, a little thing of chips, Um, just whatever you want. Also, too, you might not know if they have like snacks around the office. Some offices like my office has snacks everywhere, but like a lot of offices might not. So definitely just come prepared, like bring more food than you're going to think you'll even want. Um, And yeah, lunch is just like a super social thing on the first day. So definitely bring something you're like comfortable eating as well. Yeah. I want to touch on one story that I had from an internship experience where I was in office. So on my first day, um, they ordered pizza for everyone for lunch. And for me, like eating pizza on like a Monday afternoon for lunch is just not something that I would typically do. And it's not like, it. I just doesn't, does not make me feel the best. Um, and so I remember I, did not eat the pizza and I ate my own lunch, um, which I definitely would not recommend because it definitely like kind of alienated me and like just was very like awkward, honestly. And so kind of my point on this is like you need to go with the flow. And even if you're everyone's eating pizza for lunch, like you can eat pizza for lunch one day. Um, And if you don't eat the food you packed, that's fine. I don't think you need to like if everyone goes out to lunch like every day, I don't think you need to do that by any means. But like on the first day, you should be kind of mirroring other people's behavior, I guess. Yeah. Also, I'm going to talk. I kind of want to talk about like happy hours from that sense as well. Like I remember we had like a happy hour at 330 on our first day. And I was like, I'm not drinking on a Monday. Like I'm not going to have a glass of wine. But like, just don't be like that. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say. Just like, don't be like that. Like, 
I had, I got a glass of wine. I maybe I didn't drink the whole thing, but it was still like fun and social. Like you don't need to, this is an excuse. And like, this is the time, like you can be out of your routine and some aspects of your life. And like, this is one of those. So yeah, don't, you know, just kind of follow the flow, obviously do what you're comfortable with, but don't be that person. Yeah. Don't be us. Yeah, no, don't be like that awkward person who's like so in their routine that they refuse to like go with the flow at all. Cause that's not, that never draws people into you. Um, next, like another thing for prep for work is like what to pack in your bag. And I know like in college, I was so excited to like pack up my backpack for class for the first day of school. So you can kind of treat this the same way as that, but what I would pack in my work bag is like a hair tie, a phone charger, your water, your lunch, like a notebook and pens just to take any notes, um, HR materials that you might bring. So they would email you about that. But like you might need to like print out like proof of your residency and like just random stuff like that. Um, so just double checking that you have all of that. Yeah, I know a lot of companies like we had to bring, I think, two forms of um, identity. So I brought like my birth certificate and then I brought my ID or my driver's license. So that's really important. Um, definitely the phone charger is like a key thing. I actually have the phone charger that you I can like, I just plug it into my computer and I bring my phone into every meeting charging just so I always have battery, like walking home from work and stuff. Um, also headphones. I think that's a great thing to bring. I have, you know, like the wireless headphones, like AirPods or Beats. Um some companies people listen to music in the office some companies don't I think definitely on the first day you shouldn't be listening to music while you're working and you're obviously you're honestly probably not gonna have like a lot of work that you need to do so I think but like just like headphones in general for the walk um and just to have at your desk is great and I love it also like lotion anything that you want to put on your desk like if you're going to be sitting there for eight hours a day make it what you want it to be but that can be something maybe later on in the week you see what other people do and then go off that. Yeah. And usually your manager or HR will reach out to you before your first day. Usually it's like a week or two prior and they'll just give you a lot of information. Um, And I think that's a great way to like start to know what to expect. Um, So definitely be sure to be checking your emails and stuff for any communication from the company, anyone at the company. Yeah, I know I had a meeting, actually, like a a call with my manager before I came into work. And she gave like just a bunch of information. Like we had a 15 minute call. Um, Yeah, that was helpful as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Now we want to talk about the actual day. So hopefully we covered on like any of the prep stuff. Definitely. um, Once again, another plug for the Instagram, we're going to be posting some fun stories once this episode's live of like, what our ideal first day of work outfits are and just any additional tips. Maybe I'll do even like a day in the office, like some stories in the office or whatever, just so you guys can see more insight into that. But yeah, now talking about the actual day itself, um, definitely want to talk about managing anxiety and the unknown and also how to be confident in the office. It's so normal to be anxious before your first day of work. I mean, you're going, especially like our audience, we're assuming, you know, you guys are most likely younger and maybe this is your first real big girl job. So it's definitely normal to, you know, be nervous and have some anxiety. Um, You're going into a new environment. You most likely don't really know anyone. You're going to be with a lot of adults, people high up, people very successful. Um, You just have to remember that they hired you for a reason, whether 
maybe you were a personality hire. I like to think I was, and I like to think I'm still there for my personality, but you know, they hired you for a reason. They know you're capable. So you just have to go in and start to prove you're capable. Um, but just know it's normal. Make sure, you know, you stand tall, you smile, you talk to people, like just be confident, even if you're faking it. Yeah, I think too, I was so nervous because like I didn't know where to go when I first walked into the building. And that's like a huge thing. Like you're not going to know where to go. You're not going to know where the bathroom is. You're not going to know where the water fountain is. Like that's completely fine. And you're not expected to know any of that. That's the beauty of it being your first day of work is that those expectations are not set yet. So really the first day of work is so easy in the sense that they are the ones that are going to be leading you like your manager your coworkers, like they're going to be showing you what to do it's not on you at all you just have to be like pleasant um and just you know professional but other than that like there's not a whole lot that they're expecting out of you so kind of just use that to your advantage and like soak everything up as though you're a sponge and yeah just try to let your anxieties like go to the wayside because everyone's been in that position once before And something I like to practice when I'm starting to feel anxious is like present, 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 like just be more present when you find your mind like wandering around, just really try to focus in on like, okay, what is she saying? How is this going to apply to my next couple of weeks, my day to day? Like the more your head wanders, just try to bring it back to like, where am I? What am I doing? What are people saying around me? And just like being super present in the moment that will also help you in the long term, like with being able to ask questions and just, um, yeah, just like the future of your job too. Yeah. That's a great tip. Now we're going to go into like what it will actually look like. Like what, what are you going to be doing on the the actual first day of work? Since we said that you're probably not going to be doing desk work. So like I said before, you're going to be getting like tours of the building and honestly, like a lot of onboarding stuff from HR, you're going to be setting up your email, getting, you know, your work laptop and your monitor and like your company issued ID and like all of that stuff. So it's very like HR based, I would say, um, feel free to ask as many questions as you possibly can and make sure you're listening when people are responding to you. Like, for example, one question that I think would be a great one to ask is, is it expected that I take an hour lunch? Um, Again, if you don't ask that on the first few days and then you don't know, you can't ask that when you're like three weeks into the job, because if you are taking an hour lunch and you're not supposed to be doing that, then obviously you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So this is your time to get all of your questions out. Um, Emerson, do you, do you want to talk about some of the questions that you think everyone should ask on their first day? Yeah, definitely. Just like, is it ex- like, do people ever go on walks during the day? Can I take 30 minutes during the day for a break? Or is it expected that like my phone is nowhere to be seen at the office? Like I know for our company, if you have a text, you can respond. Like I'll check Instagram in the middle of the day, you know, like I'm not staring at my computer eight hours straight. So I think kind of getting those expectations. And also some of these questions, like you don't have to ask your manager. You can ask like your coworker. I remember I really leaned on this girl that I was working with on like my first team at my job um, as like support. And we actually set up a one-on-one, even though she was like only a year ahead of me, we set up a one-on-one every week. So we could talk about maybe those uncomfortable questions that you wouldn't necessarily have with your manager. So kind of just like find someone on your team that you think you could ask those questions of like, can I be on my phone or like, are there like little things like 
are there too many times to go to the bathroom or like, should I be going to the bathroom before meetings? Like, would I never want to get up in the middle of the meeting? Um, and I like, I expected to like be at my desk, like exactly at 9am and work exactly until five. Like some companies are like very loose with that. Um, like I know my company, like if you want to log on at nine 30, 10, like you can, but yeah. I mean, that's not going to be like super recommended, but like get those expectations out of the way as well. Um, I think also a really important question that everyone needs to ask is, are there 30, 60 and 90 day expectations for me? And if there are, can I have those like spelled out for me? Or can I take notes while you're communicating those to me? Because that's going to be how you make sure you're staying on track. And usually HR will provide those for you. It kind of depends on the company, but. Yeah. It's like the L1 or ours are L1, L2, L3. Like that's the level. So I'm an L1 obviously. And we have like our L1 competencies. So I can see like what I should be expected to do as an L1. So getting those off the bat is super important. Also like, you know, how professional is the emails like writing, like how professional should my emails be? Or what about my slacks? Like, how should those look? Can I slack you super casually? Like, or would you prefer if I was more professional with my slacks? Like, I know I am just, (laughs) I'm crazy on slack. Like I'm not professional on slack unless I'm messaging like a stakeholder. But if I'm messaging someone on my team, like there's no really, I'm not super professional over slack, but I know like if I'm sending an email, like I need to read it a few times and make sure it's super good, you know? So kind of getting the professionalism um, questions out of the way too is really important. Yeah. I also think with that, like I was really surprised when I started working like my first job, like honestly how relaxed it was and like the lack of professionalism, like not in a negative way at all, but like that I was just surprised by that. And like, that's great that that's the... I guess, culture of my company, but like, I don't really feel comfortable being super relaxed and like chill, honestly, at work. Cause that's just like, not really my personality. And so I like, that's how we're different. This is yeah. like, Hey everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, we are different in that way. But like, my point is, is like, you can still be yourself. Like you don't have to just like completely mold yourself to like how everyone is that you're working with. Like, obviously, yes. Like it's very important to understand what the expectations are, but like if people are wearing leggings into the office and like, that's not your vibe then like, you don't need to do that. You know what I mean? Like I'm like just stuff like that. So Emerson, do you want to talk about like being conscious of being too much on the first day? Cause I think that's a really great point. Yeah. So I was, once again, every time we're recording an episode, I talk with everyone at work about like things that they would say, especially for the corporate ones, just to bring in like as many perspectives as possible. And I was talking to my friend and the first thing she said is don't be the annoying one. That's like too much on the first day. Um, like definitely ask your questions, but it's like, this is the first day. You don't need to know everything on the first day. Like we just gave you some good base questions that you could ask throughout the week or ask like when a situation like this comes up or like maybe a girl's going for a walk. You'd be like, Oh, are you going for a walk? And then you'd be like, how often is that? Like, you don't have to just like have a list and be like, okay, here's my list. Like, don't be that person. That's almost too much. Definitely. Like if you feel like you're asking too many questions, like maybe step back and just try to be the sponge because most likely a time where you can ask another question will come up. Um, that's maybe more applicable to the situation or someone else like in your orientation group will ask a question too. So definitely like a big tip that goes off of that, like I said, is being the sponge. And that's what my manager told me for literally the six first six months of my job was like, just be a sponge. Like you don't need to hang the moon on the first day of work. Um, 
and just like observe around you and take it all in. Next, we're going to just touch on like some emotions that are felt during your first day, which are very normal. Like we touched on before, like awkwardness, being really overwhelmed, like excited, scared, confused. That's all very normal. And honestly, after my first day of work, I was like socially exhausted and so overwhelmed because like I felt like I was quote unquote like on all day and like just trying to be professional and like meet all these people. And it's exhausting and it is normal to feel all these ways, but then just know that once you get more into a routine with it, it becomes a lot more natural to you. It's just the first day can be a lot. Yeah, no, you'll definitely feel overwhelmed. You'll feel tired, but I think it's important too to like talk to your friends about it too. Be like, oh my, you, you know, like you guys are probably starting work at the same time or around the same time. So ask them about their first days and like talk to people, ask your mom what her first day was like, or your brother, your sister, like try to talk to people to know that all the things that you're feeling and like maybe any of the concerns that you had from the first day are normal. And like, trust me, they are. Yeah. Next, we're going to talk about greeting coworkers, which is so funny because I remember when I first started my job, I had like an internal debate. Like, do I shake someone's hand? Do I be the person who sticks their hand out first? Like, what if they try to hug me? This and that. I was literally so stressed out by this because I didn't want to be like that awkward person again who was either way too much and like doing a super formal handshake if that wasn't what other people were doing. So we're just going to kind of get into this. So you're going to meet people on your team, your managers, et cetera. Like be the person to shake people's hands. Even if your company is like very chill, I think it always, you know, creates like a really great impression. Like make eye contact when you shake someone's hand. This is like really dumbing it down to the basics. But like when we both started our jobs, these were the questions that we were asking like ourselves and other people. So just be like, what I just would tell myself is like, be a normal human being. Like, how would I want someone to greet me? Like, I just try to be friendly and pleasant um, and just like be the person to, again, like initiate like a normal greeting, I guess. Something that came into my head while you were talking is like the idea of like, you already have the job. So obviously like be professional and like be more professional than you would think you would have to be, especially on the first day. But you have the job. You don't need to win these people over again. Like you don't need to, you know, talk about all this like prior experience and all this stuff. Like definitely, you know, pick and choose when to like be more professional, but you know, more so you're just a normal human and you're going to be spending a lot of time with these people. So don't feel like you need to like win everyone over and be kind of like the center of attention. Yeah. That's a really great point. I don't know. It's interesting too. Like when you go in for the first day of work, like there are going to be people who have been working there for 10 years and then there's you. And it's just so interesting to like see that difference. And you can learn a lot from the people who have been there for a while. And like Emerson touched on before, like find one person who can kind of be like your buddy or your mentor that maybe isn't your manager where you can like ask those questions and um, just have that support with like at least one other person. Cause I think that's like a really good way to make yourself feel a lot more comfortable as well. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, And then I think we kind of already touched on this, but like being as observant to those around you. So my job, I started with in like a class, like a graduating class of like 50, 60 kids. So there was a lot of like looking around, seeing what other people were wearing, seeing what other people were doing. And I think not in like the comparison aspect, but it just kind of helped me understand like 
what I should and shouldn't be doing throughout the day. So definitely just like, once again, be that sponge, but be that sponge for like what other people are doing, how people act in the office. Um, and don't be afraid to like grab someone's number too. Like I know it's work and it's like, you know, maybe that's borderline professionalism, but I have a lot of friends on my team. We all have each other's numbers. We have a group chat over text. We text on the weekends. We know things about each other's lives. And like, maybe that doesn't need to be something set on the first day. But I know from my experience personally, my whole friend group in Boston formed because I talked to one girl on the first day of work and got her number because she seemed like she'd like be my vibe. And I was like, she's really cute. Like, I think we'd get along. And now like our whole friend groups because of that. So, you know, she's not on my team or I don't work directly with her. But if you are in like a big starting class, don't be afraid to like ask people to grab drinks later in the week or get their number. Yeah. I also want to touch on like the flip side of that. Cause I think you've had a really fortunate experience where you're working with pretty much everyone your age. And like, even the people that are older than you aren't like significantly older than you. And that's a really great way to make new friends. But I also do want to like touch on the other side of that for people who might be working with those who are a lot older than them. Like for me, all of my coworkers are like at least 15 years older than me. Like I'm the youngest by far. And so that definitely like would not be appropriate with the people that I work with. So again, like adjust your expectations based on how the people are that you work with. And if you do work with people that are older than you, like that doesn't mean that you can't still have those connections. It just might mean you need to like look in different places for them if they're not on your team. Like for example, I work in marketing and there's another girl who's my age, who's a planner and I don't even work with her. She works with like someone on my team and I still like slack with her and chat with her all the time. So you don't have to like feel super left out and like awkward if you are the youngest one on your team. Like I think for me, it's definitely hard at points because, you know, everyone is like talking about their kids and like the sports that they're going to with their kids. And like, you might not have anything to add for that, but like make a joke, like you can like be funny about it. And like, I don't know, like you can still talk about things in your own life. Um, And, you know, I think people really appreciate like having a really young, fresh, fresh, can I speak? A young, fresh perspective in the company and on the team. So don't like think of it as a negative thing too, if there is like a huge age gap between you and your coworkers. Yeah, my manager always says that I keep her young. I'm like, good. Like we (laughs) hope my manager, like with her outfits will be like, don't wear that lip color again. But like I said, like this is coming from like, I'm very close with my team. We're all very close. So like I said, it's like read the room and be aware. That's like the biggest thing. It's like read the room, be aware. Don't be too much. I'm definitely too much in the office, but. Something I, one last thing that I want to touch on that I just thought about too is like sharing personal details at work. I know some people are like super open about their personal life and like their husband, like I said, or like their boyfriend, like if they live with their boyfriend, like all those sorts of details. And like, if their parents are divorced, like just a lot of things like that obviously come up in conversation. And I think it's important to like personally figure out what you're comfortable with sharing. I know like someone that I work with on my team, like she hardly shares anything about her personal life at all. And like, that's completely fine. I definitely share like a good amount about my personal life. Like my coworkers, like know what my boyfriend's name is. Like they know what he does. Like there's just, you know, there's that balance, but also like kind of find, like stay true to yourself, but like definitely do not overshare. Like you should not be like saying like, oh, I was like out all weekend and like super drunk at the bars. Like if someone asks you what you did that weekend, you know, like just oh, please like do not say that on the first day of work. Like that is not something that needs, it's kind of like 
I almost think of this as like sorority recruitment in a way on the first day. It's like, don't do the five B's. Don't talk about boys. Don't talk about, and it's just like, once again, it feels out the vibe. If now we talk about our weekends and we give every detail, but I've also been at my company for a year and with this team for six months. So it's like, yeah, definitely stay professional on that first day. And you do not need to share everything about your life to these people that you just met. Yeah. We hope that this gave you guys like a lot of good content to work with and like a lot of just expectations and like knowing what it might look like for you. And yeah, like some of those questions that we talked about asking, like definitely bring those in and ask those. And yeah, we're so excited that a lot of people are starting their first jobs probably around this time. So if you are starting your first job and you do anything from this episode, please reach out to us at totally unsure pod on, on our Instagram account. Um, and let us know how it goes. Cause we would love to hear if you have any funny first day work stories or anything. Yeah. Also wish everyone the best of luck for those starting a new job. It's always so exciting, so nerve wracking and just know that everything you're feeling and experiencing is completely normal. And everyone around you is probably dealing with the exact same thing. So don't let it get to you and just try to have fun and be yourself. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Yay. Bye. Bye.